Hello, and welcome to the I Am Me Initiative podcast. We're your hosts, Kim and Jackie. We are two holistic healing friends turned business partners. We're driven by the passion to help anyone around us find their purpose and build a life that lights them up. Backed by over 25 years experience in holistic healing, we talk about the real stuff that is holding you back from being the person you are meant to be. We dig deep into intuition, mindset, breaking down old stories to help you find your confidence to live your best life. It is 100% possible for you to transform you and your life, and we are here to help you do just that. Our own healing has brought incredible change to ourselves, our personal lives, and our businesses. We continue to learn, or rather unlearn, how to clear the clutter that is keeping us from being the most incredible and authentic versions of ourselves. We invite you to join us weekly for real conversations and tools to inspire you to grow, to heal, and build a life you are dreaming of. Hello, and welcome to this week's episode of the I Am Me Initiative podcast. We're your hosts, Kim. And Jackie. And today we are talking about how did I get here? You know, that moment that you wake up one day or look in the mirror one day or see a picture and realize, Jesus, how did I get here? Um, but before we get into this, we are going to have a note from our sponsors, the Lloydminster Pet Pet. The 4-H achievement season is right around the corner, and it's time to start looking for ideas for prizes. Summer and Jaden can help you out with ideas or even put gift baskets together for you. Give us a call at 780-808-6363 or email us at jaden at thepetpad.net to get ahead and start before the 4-H season arrives. Okay, Jackie, what are you celebrating today? Kim! Okay, you know what? I'm going to celebrate us. I am oh. celebrating everything the IME initiative because we have worked insanely hard this last week getting our program ready. Yeah, And we put in a gazillion extra hours on top of already having lots of stuff to do mm -hmm. but I'm celebrating that a we put action towards what we needed to do and b it felt so goddamn fun yes like you know we have had fun and we have learned a lot <laughs> and yes. we have um, burnt the candle at both ends of the day but it's been fun and so worthwhile so I am celebrating that um Everything that's come to this this fruition is just been a celebration of being scared and doing it anyway. Mm, yes, I love it. Love it. How about you? What are you celebrating, my girl? It's very similar. I feel like, yes, this month, this January 2024 has been incredible. Like, um, you know, I used to follow, I still follow business mentors and all these things and they're talking about their projections and their monthly incomes and things like that. And I just feel like we have had such an amazing month and it's January. It's the first month of the year. And it's given me this like crystal clear awareness of all of the times in the last couple of years of building and growing and learning. And not that we're done, but just that we've put in so much work and there's been times where we're like, is this worth it? And <laughs> I see now why all those little pieces had to have some controversy and some, and some struggles and some, really good points, but also some stuff that was like, ah, because it was teaching us so many amazing lessons. Right. And it was giving us the, 
I'm going to say grit to put in the hard days and to know that you just keep going, keep going and trusting. And, you know, our words this year, certainty and trust, we've talked about this. And I feel like, you know, I said a word of the year two years ago, it was confidence. And I was like, I don't know if I really fulfilled that, but I realized now I did because I showed up and I did things, like you said, scared. And this year, my word of the year is trust. And I'm feeling like I'm just so riding the ride. And yes, it's been a lot of work. And, but those hours, like we've spent, gosh, how many hours? Like probably 20 (laughs) at least extra. Yeah. But it felt like four. (laughs) I know it just zoomed by. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm celebrating us as well. And I'm celebrating anybody that's out there that's taking a risk and, you know, changing up things in their life and maybe you haven't quite felt the the success that you're hoping for yet but just don't quit keep going because it's coming you will get it and it will ebb and flow because it's a process of life but if you can just trust and build that foundation it will it will balance itself out right you're going to end up getting that it's going to come for you so yes yes right don't quit don't, don't quit before it's time you know don't quit it feels aligned to you and you just know then just keep going (laughs) even through the shit storms exactly because yeah we still have shit storms regularly it's just that we now have less judgment around them and we don't spiral out of control as bad when we have them don't get me wrong there are definitely days where jackie's having to like pull me out of a full-on tizzy but it's okay likewise (laughs) likewise (laughs) So yeah, so that's why we wanted to talk about the concept of how did I get here? You know, this is inspired actually by a session that we had this weekend because, you know, it's it's realizing one day all of a sudden, because we get in our habits, right? We get in our routines, we get into our into our conditioning that we don't necessarily even realize how, how much of a stronghold it has on us. And you might even find yourself thinking, gosh, I wish I could do this, or I wish I had done this, or I, I want to do this, but then it never seems to happen. And then you just kind of another day goes by, another week goes by, another month goes by, and you're like, well, shit, nothing's changed. Years in. Yeah. Yeah. And yes, exactly. And all of a sudden it's 10 years and you're just like, well, farts. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still the same and I haven't made any changes or I'm, or I'm progressing the other way and thinking, oh my God, you know, like I remember having this moment and again, um, because we are working right now on a what's our what's weighing you down program, which we are extremely excited about that the concept of self-image is really present in our world right now. And I just remember seeing pictures of myself even recently thinking, Oh my God, you know, like, wow. I, I think on the daily, you can ignore that. You can brush it off when you glance in the mirror or you put on your clothes or you whatever. Right. But when there's this picture and you look at it and you're like, wow, okay. Mm-hmm. You know, and like, how did I, how did I get here? <laughs> how did this happen? Exactly. Or all of a sudden it's like your kids are heading to kindergarten and then, and then poof, they're graduating or they're getting married or, you know, and it really feels like it goes that fast. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, how in the hell did we get here? (laughs) And yeah, and I think that we like, I guess the the real message in this today is don't let yourself live in this 
ho-hum kind of just going through the motions because you will wake up one day and think oh my god how this happened and it happened from you know habits that are day in and day out ignoring your spark inside ignoring your importance and value ignoring your desires in your life and there's also this concept of sitting there and wishing sitting there and wishing for things sitting there and wanting different things but staying in that mundane mindset because it, you're limited you put ceilings around you you think this is the only thing that's possible for you and you've never questioned it and then you have like this aha realization of like, well, I don't like where I'm at right now, whether this is the physical, financial relationships, children leaving, like all those kind of things. And you're just kind of like, how did this timeline go by? It went by because you were ignoring those inner notions that something wasn't feeling fulfilled or alive or fully in color. And then all of a sudden you're like, shit, you know, we get these little moments of reflection where we're just like, oh my God. Like even I was saying to Jackie this morning, I was a little bit late getting here to this podcast recording because Briggs and I were having a tiff this morning and we're just trying to get him going. And he's tired because he had a very busy weekend. He was outside yesterday. I'm pretty sure he toboggan down a hill like a million times. And we snowmobiled to and from. It's about a 30 mile ride altogether. So like he had that plus the tobogganing plus outside all day, like it was busy. And so we're both tired. So anyways, and I, I said, I don't know who is more upset, me or him, because I think my body today is feeling it. Like, you guys, like, my, like, parts of my body, like, my toes are sore. Like, how are my toes sore? Was I, like, holding them in a weird position while I was snowmobiling? I don't know. Full disclosure, I'm not, I'm very new to snowmobiling. This is my second year riding. Last year, I only went on a few trips. And so it's it's a new thing for me. Yeah. And I get, I'm, I said, I don't even know if I breathe the whole time I'm driving. I'm like, I have to remind myself to because I'm I'm paying attention so hard. And so this morning I'm like, oh my God, I feel like I got run over by a bus. Like (laughs) everything hurts. And I was fully in a state of judgment because I'm like, how is it that I only rode, you know, a short distance. I didn't even toboggan down the hill yesterday because I knew I shouldn't because I was like, my body's already sore. Rode back. I'm like, how is it that I got to this place that I can't even ride a snowmobile for half an hour one way and there and back. And then I'm crippled after. And it really pissed me off. Right. Because I was like, I used to lift weights every single day, pretty much five, I guess five days a week. I used to walk all the time and I'm hanging on to the story of my past. If I used to do this, I used to do this. And then I'm projecting judgment on myself now, but I'm not finding a solution. <laughs> I'm complaining about it. <laughs> there is a difference, isn't there? There is a difference. And being in judgment about it is making me be like, meh, I mean, meh, I can't do it. And I'm pouting about it. I'm like, I don't have time. I don't have time to work out. This is just how it has to be for me. <laughs> so what happens when you get into judgment is that it solidifies what you're saying, right? It makes, it cements it. It's like, yeah. I suck. And then it's like, that's and your judgment. And it's like, right? And that, yeah. and that my body hurts. Where if you change that to an awareness... Mm-hmm. and say that's interesting that I'm feeling that way you can take it from judgment and put it into awareness and then you can take action around it yeah and th- and you know you can have judgment on yourself good and you can have judgment on yourself bad 
Yep. Because, you know, if you decided, so it's January, we've talked about goals all week, all month long. Yep. And so you decide, okay, I'm getting a gym membership and I'm going to work in out in the gym. And you go four days in a row and you feel amazing. And you're like, oh, I am amazing. I like, I go to the gym. I feel amazing there. And then something happens. A meeting shows up and you can't get to the gym when you're supposed to. And then you miss that day and then you miss the next day and then you miss the next day. And all of a sudden your judgment changes from I'm amazing because I've been going to the gym to I fucking suck because I haven't gone to the gym for three days. Yep. So when you can change that from being like a solidified judgment to an awareness, then you can take action around that and not feel bad or good about what's going on. You know, it's just yeah. neutral just observe it yes yeah yeah like because when I sit into my observing mode or role it's like yeah of course your body's sore you haven't done that for a year it's a rough ride this year because the snow is so darn hard because of the wind and it was like it's just been it was a rough ride and um and it also view it as like, yeah, good for you. You worked out, like you worked out muscles that you haven't worked out. Like, that's how I want to see it. But it's like that old story of like, oh, how'd you get here? Well, you got here because you're lazy, you're gross, you can't control yourself and you just should just give up. Right, like right. that's, it's like a conflict of narrative in my head. Right. Mm-hmm. Which I realized, cause I also went through the exercise that we put Jackie through last year, week when she explained her experience of, of how she felt in her true story. And I realized that there's a lot of stuff to unpack for me there too, in terms of good and bad, right and wrong. Like, am I doing this well? Am I doing this bad? You know, like it's so much judgment. It's like every choice I make in a day starts in the space of like good or good or bad or right or wrong. Right. And it shouldn't be in that place because then we automatically said we hold ourselves in a pattern and and then I find like, so I'm like that Jackie, because I have perfectionism as also I'm, I'm like healing from perfectionism is that the pendulum swings can be wild because I'll be like, okay, breathe, just go for a walk to start moving your body. Cause it's important to you. And then I do that. And then this little ego creeps up and it's like, okay, now you're doing this. Good for you. Oh, you've done this all week. Oh yeah. Okay. You've done this for two weeks. Oh my gosh. But yeah, as soon as something happens that derails me, then it's like, fuck it back to all or nothing. Right. Okay. And it's, it's like a process of this isn't new information for me. This is a process of having to manage that inner dialogue constantly. And, um, and when I look at something to see it in a place of observe, observing, not judgment, like even looking at pictures of myself, because it's really hard not to judge it. Yeah, absolutely. And maybe right now, Kim, you can say like, what would it take for me today? to be excited that my muscles are a bit sore because I actually moved my muscles in the way that I want to and haven't for a while. Yeah. Does that feel better? Yeah. Cause when you ask that question, then it feels like I don't have to own anything other than just experiencing it. Right. And yesterday was extremely fun. Like we, my husband, this is his thing. He wants to snowmobile in the wintertime. And so me going with him as a family, when as a family, it was a big deal for him. Like that fills his cup. And, you know, I got to see my sister and her family and some friends. My, my dad was there. Like it was, and Briggs, like 
he just had the best day ever. Like he just, he was playing with friends. He was so brave. Like it's crazy. And so it's like, yeah, why would I then attach a negative feeling yeah. to that based on the judgment of the fact that it's like, oh, you're out of shape. So you're gross. So then yesterday was a wash. Like, isn't it so crazy how our right? brains do? Yeah. yeah. Like when you actually say that out loud, it's like, wow. Hey, yeah. because yesterday was amazing. Yeah. And it wasn't a wash and it like no judgment attached to it. It was really great. You know, like in terms of just experience. Yeah. And yeah, I feel like when I really feel into it, when I, when I look at the judgment, when I, when I feel that statement, how did I get here? Yeah. I think sometimes I put judgment up as a way of protection absolutely so I see that and then I'm like oh Kim rather than letting myself be vulnerable and feel feel sadness feel sadness for the fact that I believed for the last I'm gonna say four years because that's kind of timeline for me maybe more like six actually because it was kind of around even when I was doing the good stuff I was still judging right so it's let's say six or seven years actually of really focusing on on that um I feel sadness actually like when I really let myself get into it under the judgment the emotion that comes up first is that that I felt like it had to be like that that I had to that I've actually bullied myself enough to think that that was how I had to live and I think the judgment pops up to be like oh you can't feel sad because no you are bad (laughs) right yeah but when we unpacked my story around my appearance and how you know I had such an like as a child growing up being you know nourishing my body was really controversial for me in my childhood because the selection of foods that I would had options to weren't necessarily always the healthiest and then they would make me hungrier because we know how that works when things are like pseudo flavored you're just like I just want to eat them all it's like ever who really actually has the um, I shouldn't say, I'm sure it's probably low there, but like who can grab a bag of chips and have the serving size and put them away because they're not designed to be eaten like that. Right. They're designed to be in the entire bag. And, and so like, this is kind of how I grew up. And I was constantly struggling with the fact that I couldn't control myself and that I sucked and that I was a gross person. And I was huge. And it was all because of that. And so, um, as I now realize as a child, I wanted to be nourished. And as I nourished myself, I got in trouble for that. So then it's created this really, I say I got in trouble because I would overeat or I would hide eating or I would snack and I would like take snacks and hide them. Like that was what I was doing. It's like super disordered eating, but not realizing that that was a disorder and blaming myself for it. So now as an adult, I can really understand that concept of, of that conflict in terms of feeding my body. And I'm getting reacquainted with how to do that. It's not been like, a big poof it's changed and nothing else is not, never hard again because that pendulum swing is wow my god but I see that like now that I see that I can feel the sadness I can feel the sadness of when I look at a picture of myself that I believe that I was a bad person because I was hungry and then because of that I would do habits that would cause me to not look after myself and then here I am It's a lot different than, oh, you just sucked because you couldn't control yourself. So you took yourself out of judgment and put yourself into observation mode. 
even though it's a little bit hard to look at and unpack. Yeah. Even though there's some really strong emotions there, like sadness and there's some grief, there's, I think even a bit of anger, right? Because it's like, I'm mad that I believe that. (laughs) Yes, for sure. And here you are at 38, unpacking what happened when you were little, like you were a little girl. Yeah. 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 My son's age. Like I think about my son and I think, I don't ever want you to have a story around food and feeling full and not full. And I mean, he probably will, because as parents, we're always like, make sure you eat your food. <laughs> There's probably going to be something there, but I want to try and make it as neutral as possible. Yeah. Um, Because it doesn't need to be something you have to pack 20 years, 30 years later, you know, like. Exactly. Yeah. But yeah, I think that like, we'll put judgment up right away when we think when we ask that question or when we have that moment of like holy fuck how did I get here how did I let myself get to this point whether it's like we said you know a relationship thing a financial thing a physical weight thing we'll put judgment up right away rather than really thinking what did I do to get here mm-hmm. what place did I come from that brought me here mm-hmm. Because now, Jackie, like after your experience last week and then sharing your story, mm-hmm. how would you revisit that question then? Well, being able to unpack what I was feeling or brought with me for all of those years, I feel like I can now see it more in a neutral space there was and we we actually had to release some of those emotions that were packed around it right because there was sadness there and no different than what you're feeling really there was some anger um but after we let the judgment go around it then you can unpack those emotions and let them go Mm -hmm. so that you don't have to have that as your story anymore really yeah so now that I was allowed to be vulnerable or I allowed myself to be vulnerable about it. Um, I just feel in a neutral space. Like it's like, yeah, that was, but it isn't, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, But I have really, really, really paid attention on the last 10 days about where my judgment comes from because it will show up on the daily, on the hour honestly about different things and um and just to be able to see oh stop Mm. and then and then just say that's an interesting point of view and and really let me get out of that judgment because what I'm judging myself against is myself Mm -hmm. yeah so it's really been quite interesting to really pay attention to when the judgment shows up and then just be like okay that's an interesting point of view leave it and then it doesn't have so much um negative emotion around it for me where it derails right just feels neutral and it's about everything it's not just about the weight story it's it will show up in a lot of different ways you know Mm -hmm. even um like this morning well, Scott and I were having coffee and we're talking about um, 
we're there's a government program for some feed stuff right now so he's like well did you do that and then it's like no I haven't done it yet but normally I would have went into judgment of both him and I like you're pissing me off like all you care about is money a is what I would say to him in my mind I wouldn't say it out loud probably and yeah. then I would judge me that fuck I wish I would have just had it done so that he didn't have to ask me about it. Mm -hmm. So there's two judgments right there where it's like, no, this is an interesting point of view. I understand that it's important for him that he wants it done, but it's also okay that it's due in March. It's January. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Absolutely. And then I'm like, is it just because he needs something to talk about? <laughs> right. So um, it's been really quite interesting to watch where judgment does show up because, and I feel like as cattle people, and there's, I know there's a lot of us that are cattle people listening, but we do judging all the time. Like that's how we pick our genetics. That's how we go to cattle shows and get judged. That's how we, you know, pick our next bull, our donors, then embryos and all of the things, right, that matter around a purebred cattle operation. So you're judging all the time. So I feel like it's really easy to get into that um, mentality too, mm -hmm. where it's like, okay, well, if I look at my body, I'm going to like, I'm now comparing myself to everybody because I'm judging, <laughs> right? Yeah. And it's like, yeah. I don't need to give myself reasons. Yeah. yeah yeah exactly no one's watching no one's reading your judging card no <laughs> except no. yourself exactly yeah. yeah so it's been really um eye-opening honestly to be like okay how did I get here yeah when I think like you look at little kids right which yeah. we all were little kids at one point they're just burning around they don't give a shit about anything they're doing their thing they're they're learning they're observing they're pulling in information but they don't they don't, they're inherently selfish because that's how they're designed to be. That's how we're designed to be. But we lose this somewhere along the way. And when we say, how do I get here? You got here by fucking living. <laughs> exactly. Were you living in a constant state of self-judgment and that everything that you've done has never been good enough or not right, or it's been based on this right or wrong scale. And if you got it right enough times, you're good. If you didn't, you failed. Like, or were you living in a state of openness and and allowing to have some flexibility and giving yourself the grace to go through things and to understand that when you hit a conflict that it's meant to teach you something because most of us don't live that way no. because most of us aren't taught to live that way no and and even, sorry go ahead no I was just gonna say like even when we start school right we're being judged we're being evaluated against oh. our peers so we are set up really for failure right even through the school system in a way exactly exactly and so we have to have the conscious foundation behind that we can handle those things like yes. I, like having the ability to go through those things and not let it form you to that solid judgment rather than that more because we're not we're human beings are our bodies in motion everything's in motion in us at all times all of our cells are moving you know we're not stagnant beings we're yeah. energy and energy is always moving and flowing. And so it's like attaching judgment to something that doesn't actually sit still is creating that molding, but it that's why it hurts. That's why it's uncomfortable because it's like, we're not designed to be stuck. Exactly. And then judgment is like cement. Yes. And the judgment is 
like there's a difference between judgment and discernment. And I know we talked about this before and we teach on this because judgment is where you create that opinion and it's like, yep, this is how it is. And it's based on like good or wrong or right or bad, good, good or bad or right or wrong. Right. Mm-hmm. And discernment is more of a feeling of, does this feel right for me? Or does this feel not right for me? You know, like, does this feel light or heavy? Does this feel, it doesn't matter what words you want to touch with because we can get really technical on that stuff, but it's like, really more feeling into it rather than just making that mind up and then stuck sticking there. Right. And, um, I think stubbornness, cause I can be really stubborn about these things is because it's a protection mechanism. It's, I have to believe this because this is the only way that I know how to operate. And to question that means that I'm questioning everything I know. Well, why not question everything, you know, what if it could change you for the better? Mm-hmm. If you wake up one day and think, how the hell did I get here? But you've lived the same way every single day. You've never really faced your conflicts. You kind of are a little bit in a stuck of negative ho-humness. And you think you know everything about how to live your life and you just got to do something better. Is it working for you? Because I'll tell you right now, in 38 years, it hasn't worked for me. I don't like to admit that I'm wrong. (laughs) But right, definitely <laughs> wrong. <laughs> no, it's so true. It's yeah. it's incredible. Yeah, and the conflicts that we experience show up in our body, and so yes, they do. For me, I one of the biggest conflicts I have is believing that I'm good enough when it comes to how I present myself and that conflict is showing up in this reoccurring like body pains this you know limitations weight immobility and I'm so so fucking ready to break that free and it's coming it's we've pulled we've pulled the thread and it's starting to unravel it's just it's a pretty tightly woven yeah tapestry there (laughs) like it's pretty tightly woven like I'm, it's hard for me to let go. Yeah, for sure. But again, give yourself some grace there, yeah. right? I'm giving myself some grace too. Yeah. Whoever's listening to this and this is resonating, give yourself some grace, please. Because um, you can't just unlearn what you've known for 53 years or 38 years or 25 years or whatever it is, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it doesn't ever fully go away. It just gets quieter and the new story gets louder. Yeah. And the process of, of it's it, like you said, the, the judgment shows up on the hour, on the minute, right? Like, do you, have you ever done a narrative of yourself during the day? Like when you, from morning time, you wake up till the time you go to bed, like how many thoughts you have towards yourself during the day? Like it would consume you. And have you paid attention to what those are saying? Are they all supportive? Because I've, feel like I could put a lot of money down saying they're not (laughs) exactly so if we could shift at least 60% of those thoughts to the to the supportive Mm -hmm. you're going to have a whole different trajectory in how you're in the how did I get here the how I got here also becomes how did I get here to being like in the body that I love feeling really confident money in my bank account, my dream lifestyle. How did I get here? Because I loved myself. I supported myself. I went head, head into my first into my conflicts and I decided instead of them meaning something about I was right or wrong or bad, I just let them teach me something and I moved forward from them. Neutral. 
right? Doesn't yeah. that feel neutral? Yeah. Yeah. And how fun. I got and here is completely from how I believed I need to be or should be or have to be. Mm -hmm. So it's all on me. <laughs> but then we have the ultimate control to change that and i really do believe and this might be a bold statement but if you honestly repair that inner relationship and you create those supportive thoughts a minimum of 60 percent of your internal dialogue you can literally create anything that you want i am certain of it and I trust that whole statement because we are starting to be the shift of that whole analogy. Exactly. We have witnessed this. Yeah. We're feeling it. And yeah. how it feels is light and fun. Hmm. Yeah. Like, you know, I feel like there's this funny, this funny belief that you, that life doesn't get to be fun all the time. Like, now, don't get me wrong, but I know that there are times that suck and are really heavy and really hard. I've experienced some of those too. I, I think everyone will and everyone has, right? Like, but that again, like if we do the pendulum swing, as long as it's swinging and moving, there's going to be ebbs and flows. But if 61% of your time and your management of self is towards these bigger, more expansive, more growth you know, really saying, yes, I can have this. Yes, I do want this. Yes, this is possible for me. You can actually make that happen. You can bring that fun into everyday life. Mm -hmm. Like how many people do we encounter, Jackie, that when we say, what's your dream day? They have no idea. They look at us like we have four faces. <laughs> Everybody, including oh. that was me too. Like that was me too. Yeah. I can't even, yeah. Like, and now it's like we, are starting to live pieces of that yeah like today i am doing work with the IME initiative i'm going to be we're doing horse feet trimming so i get to spend time with my horses i have time to actually go for a walk i'm going to do that mm -hmm. beautiful day out yeah can't really get much better than that for me like this is a dream day and we're putting money in our bank accounts which is also part of it, right? Like, yeah, but we're doing work that really feels so aligned and so meaningful. And it's not, you know, like it's not a normal Monday that I used to live mm -hmm. where I dreaded Sunday nights so bad that I'd have stomach aches. Mm. Yeah. No, oh, hey, like it's, I same thing. I used to feel crippling pressure of the weekends. If I didn't get shit done, that my week was just going to feel so overwhelming. And yeah. now on my weekends, I'm way more efficient because my week isn't suffocating. Mm -hmm. My week has parts of it that are just so fulfilling and, and they do light me up and I, I love the work that we're doing. So then I look forward to it. So then Sundays it's like, okay, it's just another day. No. And it's like amazing what's happening, how much I can get accomplished and stuff because yeah, we're living in that alignment. Yeah. So, you know, we had a moment last week where we were like, how did we get here? But it was a good one. Yeah. It was, a, 
it was an amazing experience. It was like a aligned, yeah, how do we get yeah. here? And you look back and think, we got here from doing exactly what we just said, you know, trusting. And and when we had conflict, we just went through it. We broke it down. We processed things. We tried to take away some judgment. We just kept going. And there was always action. There was always action attached. Always. Yeah. Even though <laughs> there was some days it's like, what the hell? I know. Right? Yeah. 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 And we're definitely not perfect in this, as you can tell by my conversation that we started with, that I was feeling really judgment mental towards myself this morning about how I'm feeling physically in my in my sore body. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, absolutely. It's it's incredible. Yeah. I know. So if you have recently said this to yourself, how did I get here? Just first of all, take a breath. Yep. And remind yourself, do the certainty thing. Five to ten things that you're certain of that you're really good at. Mm -hmm. Just so that you can pump your tires a little bit. Because if you're saying that, I can feel I can feel it for you. And because I know how that feels, that there's a lot of self well, it's judgment, but there's a lot of emotion around like that you failed or you're not good enough or you did something wrong. And that's not true. You've just been a product of what you've believed to be true for you. You're a product of how you've been choosing to live based on what you think is your only options. Mm -hmm. Question that. And if you're feeling that, if you really are, don't be scared to tell somebody that you trust, you know, what you're feeling and maybe they can help you see that you could have a plan A that doesn't feel like you can't, right? Totally. You know, sometimes we get so stuck in our judgment and so used to, well, it has to be this way that you can't see that there is maybe a different way. Exactly. And if somebody else can say, oh my gosh, well, like you're freaking amazing in Excel or, or whatever you're freaking amazing in, right? Whatever your list of certainty is, maybe there's a, there's like a plan A that is glaring you in the face that you haven't been able to see because you've been in such cemented judgment. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And you can change those things. So really pay attention to what you're saying to yourself and say, isn't that an interesting point of view? exactly start having thing, fun with it yeah, and was, the you other know? thing is like bring that dream back bring the like I don't care how old you are I don't care what state you're in right now whether it's the worst you feel you feel like you hit rock bottom I want you to then jot down what a dream outcome of what you'd like it to be so let's use lifestyle in terms of nutrition for me and body movement. So my dream experience would be like to always have time in my day to be able to move my body appropriately, to always have time in my lifestyle to prepare healthy meals so that my fridge is filled so I can support myself and to be able to have freedom from judgment when something comes up like a party or an experience where there's food that maybe isn't something I choose to want to eat every day, but it's something I'm not going to judge myself on. I want to be able to feel physically fit to move my body with very little pain, if no pain, and to fit and feel good in my clothes. That's my dream. 
the next thing is to write out what it is that your dream experience is and the thing that you're feeling really low about. The next thing is ask, what would it take to create this? And anything that's in the way of that, destroy and uncreate it. And don't answer that. Just now follow your inner guided notions of what you need to do in your daily life just to start inching your way towards that and start small. Maybe today, drink an extra cup of water, Kim. I'm doing it. I'm going to go for a walk because I had a cancellation and I can make that work. You know? And that's, that's how you start to shift that trajectory. That's how you start to create new habits that feel really good. That's how you get excited rather than squashing yourself and adding all this negative pressure, thinking that that's going to motivate you. Because the more that we, the more that I do that, the more I want to crawl in a hole with bags of chips and hide away. Yeah. Yes. Being mean to yourself isn't motivation. No, it might temporarily work. You might have some willpower for about 35 minutes, but let me tell you, the foundation behind that is so not there and it will not last and it will make you feel even worse. So breathe. Just look at the situation from an observer. How would you, how would you coach a friend or a family member out of that situation? What is it that you really want? And then just follow those guided notions. And then you're going to wake up the next time and say, how did I get here? And it's going to be like, because I trusted myself. I was certain of what I'm capable of. And I ultimately love myself. And that how did I get here is going to be a moment of proud reflection. I hope, I wish and hope that for everyone. And I know, we know, everyone can do it. Yeah. It's just, can you, can you give yourself the moment to pause and do that? Really look into it. It'd be amazing if, um, if this motivates you or you feel inspired by this, definitely like come to our Facebook page and, and say, you're like, how do I get here moments? If you have one that's changed, because we would love to celebrate you. Yeah. yeah. That's a great idea, actually. Yeah. Um, I'll maybe see if we can put a pinned post in there so it can be at the top. And if yeah. everyone, anyone feels, ex- you know, welcome to do that and we'll put ours in there. Okay. This is cool. Let's do that this week. Yeah. Yes. Sweet. Awesome. Okay. I'm hoping and wishing for you to have a judgment-free day <laughs> and um, to really just celebrate yourself, find a celebration that you need to be really proud of today in not a judgment way either. <laughs> and uh, what else is possible for you? Sending love to you all as you navigate through this messy life we live and uh, catch you guys next week. Bye.